Good morning, everyone. It's Lee Henson, president and founder of Agile Dad, and it's time for today's episode of The Daily Stand-Up. So without any further ado, let's get started. It's Thursday, and what a beautiful day it is. The weekend's almost here. I wanted to talk to you about a topic that I recently encountered. I had the opportunity to go in and follow up with a group that we were going to do coaching for, and then they did some internal coaching. Long story short, they wanted me to do a follow-up to see how they did internally and assess what they had going on before we tried to apply an Agile Dad coach to help them get some, some things straightened out. And I was really excited to do this until it got to the point where I actually went in and met one of the teams who were doing a review. So they were doing a sprint review, they were doing a demo, and it was slated to be 45 minutes or so, which is still a long time. I was having trouble feeling comfortable there, but this is what blew my mind. When, I, when we went in, we'll just say the product owner, we'll just say his name was, I don't know, William. William said, hello everyone, welcome to our sprint review. The first item we'd like to review today is backlog item number 978614, adjust the parameters. As an end user, I would like to adjust the parameters so I can achieve better end user satisfaction. The developer responsible for this was Michelle. Ladies and gentlemen, Michelle. And Michelle would make her way all the way from the back of the room to the front. And she would say, as you can see, when you click the, head, the, the header at the top, the rows will realign according to the row column header based on ascending or descending order. Thank you. The next backlog item. Oh my goodness. I was like, if I am going to see 45 minutes of this, I think we're going to die. But here's the worst part. The meeting is scheduled for 40 to 45 minutes, but then they took a break for lunch and came back. This meeting went on for three plus hours. I thought I was going to lose my mind. So I asked, I said, this obviously must be all the items for an entire release or for an entire, and they explained to me, no, it's just three teams doing one sprint's worth of review. My first question was, why are they all doing it together? And I said, well, the work's related. So that way, you know, different leaders and executives and other people only had to attend one review, which I get, I get that. But then the second thing I asked was, why do we go through every single item and how are we doing you know, it? It just, it didn't make sense. So. One of the things that I introduced or one of the concepts that I introduced to them that I often introduce when I'm coaching groups is the concept of a review bazaar. Now, I don't know if you've ever done this before, bazaar being B-A-Z-A-R, like, you know, a world bazaar. And, and the concept goes like this. So instead of having each and every person go up and show each and everything that they built in front of an audience of 100% of the people, the way this works is it's set up more like, more like a science fair in a room, right? And uh, the way it works is everyone gets an opportunity to peruse, to look at things that, you know, are important to them or relative to them, to review those independently and then come together as a group to discuss and have questions about the things that they saw that were most imperative. You know, what I can tell you is a lot of people abuse the sprint review for or the, the, the bizarre format as well. And it ends up being a whole bunch of people who really don't want to talk about what they did, just kind of hanging around. So I guess the question becomes, how do you make this sprint review or sprint demo the most awesome thing that you can? Well, first you have to understand the goal. The goal of the review, the goal of the demo is to collect feedback. 
after seriously inspecting where you are and the changes to the backlog or action points or impediments that have been solved and identifying all those things, the team and the stakeholders collaborate about what was done in the sprint. Based on that, any changes or adjustments that need to be made in order for us to pivot happen as we collaborate and answer questions. Now, for me, I believe in breaking these questions into two phases. The first phase is with the team, where the team's gonna ask, answer specific questions about what the features are that they just now demoed. And then the second is uh, a more informal approach where the product owner is gonna collaborate with the stakeholders to discuss changes to the budget, to the timeline, for additional requests, those type of things. And then they'll come together with the team to discuss those things at a separate opportunity. You know, one of the things that I find that makes this so disappointing is when people come in with full-blown PDF documents, PowerPoint presentations, wiki pages that have all kinds of information, but, you know, it, it's just, it's awkward when someone comes in with over-prepared material or when someone comes in with it geared specifically towards a certain audience, when that audience may not be the right audience for that demo. So I guess for me, I don't want a whole bunch of people just sitting there to sit there. Uh, I don't want somebody just using PowerPoint or Excel and boring all of us to death. I want this to be something where people are showing value. You know, we all heard the one, uh, the one phrase I'm sure from the movies, show me the money, right? I want the money shot. I want to see where this value is. I want to see value quickly. I want to make sure that you're showing me the things that are the most important. I mean, there are other things that we can collect sensible feedback on in a separate way, but for this, I want to see the features that have proven to be the most important, the things that we should be inspecting and adapting, the places where we should be making adjustments. And I think this all surrounds a few key points. So the first key point is the product owner needs to be 100% certain that we've invited the right people to the demo, even if it means holding separate demos, one for leadership, where we show off uh, from a very executive point of view, you know, where we're going with the product and where we are and what features are coming in the next release uh, at a very high level, or whether it's a technical review with the integration team, or whether it's a customer facing review with some of our key target audiences so that they can uh, in some way be involved in the development process and give us feedback. We have to keep that feedback loop open, but we have to understand that there are literally three different audiences. And now you don't have to uh, you don't have to audition or show this to every audience every time. But the three audiences, one is the actual consumer. The second is uh, more of the business or strategically where we're trying to go. And then the third is more from a technology perspective to make sure that we have a good understanding from a from an infrastructure, from an architecture standpoint, what direction we're trying to take the product and how we're going to do it. The truth is the most important person to remember is the person who's paying the bills. So whether it's a sponsor or whether it's the CEO, I think a lot of times they feel left out because they're not included. So I think one of the big keys that I see that's also an issue, so I'm going to bring this up, is that sometimes when we do a bizarre type sprint review, we push really hard to get every stakeholder in and invited. You know, if you try to do this the first time and try to get everyone together, it's going to blow up. The key here is to understand that your first sprint review bizarre style is going to be more like a dress rehearsal. It's not going to be perfect. Things are going to go wrong. You're not going to have the right audience. 
But when it's successful, the word's going to spread and you'll start to get traction. And this type of review really allows uh, the teams to focus on what they do best. So I, I think the key here is don't focus your review on a team's doing their thing. Shape your sprint review using the delivered features to show themselves. It might require team members from different teams to collaborate on how a single feature is working or how it's going to benefit. It might mean going through some inspection and, and uh, creating a, a feedback loop even internally. It may even mean uh, that for the hands-on demo, that, uh, th that observers and visitors are engaged in a dialogue, are brought in to take a look at things that are going on. I think what we overlook is the main concept. So the main concept of the Sprint, sprint Review Bizarre Style is that you can run multiple inspections in parallel. So for each delivered feature, you can create a shop in your bazaar. Attendees for the Sprint Review can choose which shops they want to visit. This shop may have something relevant to me. The next shop may not. And you want to make sure also that when you're doing this, that you have a time box delivery available. You don't want demo of one feature to take 35 minutes and demo of another feature to take three minutes. If you did, there would be an impropriety and people would become bored in each shop. You want to make sure you time box each shop to show their wares in a similar amount of time. It doesn't have to be perfect, but close. Um, if you have a separate dedicated location, that's great, but it's not always needed. You can even do this online. I, I think one of the best ones I've ever attended was a series of breakout rooms and, and it was online and each breakout room was titled with a different feature. And if you wanted to see that feature, you could click on that feature, go into the room and they would cycle through a three minute demo over and over and over again, you know, of that feature, as long as there was a new audience in attendance, which was incredible, right? But the key here is to let the shop members create their big banner with feature name on it, letting them know what they can learn in their shop. And I, and I think that's cool, right? And I think it's good because then you can utilize both online tools like Zoom or Teams or whatnot, uh, or WebEx to, to get to where you need to be as opposed to you know forcing this in person. Now, what I'm seeing is there's often a blend where people are coming in person together, and that's great. You can do this, of course, in person as well. So I think the key here is Always start on time. Always, always, always. You know, that's something that shows your professional integrity. So even if nobody's there, start on time anyway, right? Uh, make sure you limit your welcome to no greater than five minutes. Uh, I usually say it should be shorter than that, but this is just taking care of any kind of housekeeping, making sure you got everything ready to go. Uh, for the next five minutes, you should introduce what the agenda is going to be. Hand out stickies and pens for people if they don't have them so that they can grab them to take notes or they remind them that they can take notes online using virtual stickies and remind them that we're looking for feedback and keep a strict time schedule. Uh, you have five minutes to pitch all the features for each feature will be inspected. A team member is going to give a real short pitch like a one liner or a two liner of what attendees can expect to learn in their shops so that everyone knows what's going on. Then you have a round one of shopping where all attendees can go and visit one shop or maybe two. And what we'll do is we'll time box to five minutes or 10 minutes at each shop, whatever is necessary. And we, we make sure that the team can uh, organize around those people and that it's a self-organized thing where people can go back. Then we'll come back and converge uh, in front of everybody. The PO asks, what have we learned? And you can randomly pick a handful of people to share their feedback, but we want a time box to 10 minutes only. And uh, the feedback collects inform or the product owner collects feedback and information per shop. 
and uh, puts them on group stickies. Next, you do a round two, and then another feedback loop, and then a small break, and then you can do round three, and another feedback loop, and round four if needed, and then you can do a quick conclusion. What this does is it usually keeps this, this review down to 60 to 90 minutes, somewhere in that range. Uh, sometimes it's shorter, but it never goes longer than 90 minutes. But what you'll find is because you've done it this way, you've actually captured pertinent feedback as you went from the collaborative form, but giving people an opportunity to choose the things they want to see instead of forcing everyone to listen to everything. This allows people to be free to choose. It allows people to focus on what they really want to see. And I can tell you now, this is an amazing opportunity. So I hope that you can learn something from a review bazaar type format, because that's one of my favorites. And I hope that you can learn how to apply this. And as always, we encourage you, if you want to learn more about this topic or others, visit AgileDad.com, where we have lots of information there. And if you have something you want to hear us talk about on an episode of the Daily Stand-Up Podcast, feel free to reach out to us at LearnMoreAgileDad.com. As always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.